Can you finish this sentence? I knew we were poor when. And for me, I mean, man, there were a lot of them. It was, uh, I knew we were poor when the gas tank was on empty. That oh. happened a lot. Or I knew we were poor when we had mac and cheese all the time and I didn't think about it. And then I went to my friend's house and they had like real food. How about the hand-me-downs? I was the oldest of three children. I had hand-me-downs from the neighbors, from everybody. You did? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not get new clothes just because I was the oldest. Let's put it that way. I just way. think that even now, like let's say you're a family and you don't have that much money, you know, and you're just trying to get by. I still think kids get stuff today. You know, because I'll see some of those kids with cell phones and stuff. Yeah. But when we were growing up, we didn't get anything. I don't know. I mean, they just threw us outside. I know I didn't get the Atari. I, right? When all my friends had it. I know, it's a true story. We did get one later on, but that was after all the yeah. kids already had after one. After all the buzz. Yeah. It's gone. Nobody <laughs> cares. It's like... <laughs> I'll tell you, we were so happy to get oh, that, though. Oh, man. That was like the best. Uh, you know, I, I got that one free month of MTV. It was like the only time we had it growing up. Oh. And I was so excited to you finally had have cable? Ca- for one month, free cable. And the whole time on MP- MTV, they were doing uh, a Madonna video contest so it was true blue over and over of home videos it wasn't even madonna well that's why yeah you got the the worst free weekend <laughs> ever <laughs> ever terrible. uh finish that sentence for us or or add your own little twist to it nadia and that's when we knew we were poor what was it well my mom had this big tupperware jug that was orange one of those old school ones and she would mix half of it with powdered milk and half of it was real milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Stretch it. <laughs> yeah, we never had normal milk jugs in our fridge. It was always this big Tupperware jug with weird milk in it. <laughs> she just needed to start a little relationship with that milkman back in the day. Oh, right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I can visualize that orange picture. I know the exact one you're talking about. I think we all have Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, with that circle lid with the button on top. Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh. That's when we knew. Yeah, we knew we were poor. <laughs> Thanks, Nadia. Good to hear yeah. from you. Thank you. Okay, bye. Shauna. Hi. That's when you knew you were poor. My parents' car got recode. Ugh. I forgot. That's some serious stuff you when know, you watch the car get towed yeah. away. Yeah, I forgot about all the car stuff. Like, there was a whole... In the bottom of our car, like in the floor. Oh, yeah, rusted. <laughs> yeah, rusted right there. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. It and then at carpool to Hebrew school, I know, guys, with this other family, and they had a Mercedes and heated seats in the back in the 80s. Oh, my God. I was like, and then the other day where we would drive, the kid would have to watch out for the hole in the bottom. Right. The same I mean, kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, we could be riding in my mom's Mercedes. Yeah, Jesse Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, did they try and explain that to you, by the way? I was uh, around 10 or so when I realized all this stuff. So I figured it all out. Yeah. yeah. And you're good so. now. You sound great. It made you good. Yeah, I just got my first real car about three weeks ago. So... Well, just keep making those payments. <laughs> yeah, we will. I, we make for good money, me and my husband. Oh, okay. oh I'd well, love congratulations. to Congratulations. I'll tell you what, man. 
Growing up without a lot is a great motivator. It sure is. It makes people turn on the gas, make things happen. Well, you see your parents work hard, so it puts it instills a good work ethic, That's number one, yeah. right? And, and you're not yeah. always trying to live up to your parents either. Do you know what I mean? Like when your parents are so successful, you see it all the time with celebrities. Sure, yeah. Their the kids, kids are like, why even bother? Yeah, they're a mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like therapy right there. I know. <laughs> We're all feeling better now. Yeah. Thanks, Shauna. <laughs> Thank you. Craig and Mayor on 94.9 Mix FM. Who in this room has been in a fist fight? Well, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like an adult. I was like six. Well, okay. Does that count? Uh, have you ever been in any fight? Heated arguments, you know, we're talking a little punch thrown down. I mean, I've gotten shoved in the hallway in high school. And told, I don't ever want to see you in this hallway again. Okay. Okay. And I was always nervous, like, that I was going to run into that bully in the hallway again. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, he told me he never wanted to see me here again. Well, a new poll. You do then. Says over a third of us have been in a fight before. And 23% of women have been, which I wasn't a woman. I was like six, okay? Uh, younger people were less likely to say they've been in a fight, which I think is... No, it's when we're young and we don't know how to deal. And I got, I punched two different boys. And one of them, I mean, I could see, that's not very fair. clearly see it. Because boys can't hit you back. Well, no, okay. No, Billy McDonough was on his big wheel. And he kept riding right into us, thinking it's so funny. I was hanging out with his sister. He's and I might, I might have been six. Six or seven. And I'm like, stop it! Uh-huh. And he kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and it's no one was watching you. him. It's because he liked you. Well, I finally just punched him, not meaning to. Like, I didn't know, like, my body was even doing it. Like, I remember it very clear because it was clearly even traumatic because that was not, like, allowed. Do you know what I mean? And he got a black eye. And not only you did he. punched him in the face? Not, yes, and not, I don't even. You could have punched I, him in the arm or something. And not something. only did he get a black eye, but now he's, like, six Jeez. seven. He's super tall. And he's super, like, handsome. You couldn't even reach his eye now. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I know. I know. Well, you helped I, him grow up a little bit. I still feel really, really guilty. You yeah. know, maybe maybe this morning he's on the radio in some other town saying, were you ever in a fist fight? There was this girl who punched me when we were six. Meredith Teplitz. <laughs> she right. was down the street. They had the house where nobody mowed their lawn right. Yeah. <laughs> All the kids coming out of it. That was us. But here's the deal. Like, we're Facebook friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, like, we still, he's still cool. You know, I mean, it's just different as adults. Yeah. But, yeah. But, that was your big but, fight moment. Yeah, but both times I, I threw night. a punch was I would, I think that I just didn't know how to handle somebody being so mean or cruel. Mm. And the other time was someone was being cruel. And me and my neighbor, Andrea, somehow I think like I punched the kid and we ran. I can't wait, quite remember on the playground. Oh. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. Fist fight. First, I can't believe you've never been in a fist fight. Hey, man, I'm a lover, not a uh, fighter. I mean, too, but come on. <laughs> Somebody's running their big wheel in on you. What well, do you yeah, do? Yeah, you got you got to fight back. Oh, I you were so, being attacked. I got, I got the call from the parent that I gave the kid a black eye. It was really. I mean, bad. that's pretty bad. It was bad. Yeah, feels so bad. Did they bounce I, you out sorry. of school or anything like no, that? No, it was at home. He lived on my street. He's yeah. my neighbor. I'm sorry, Billy McDonough. Yeah, you owe him that. Apology. Little Billy. There was little Billy, medium Billy, and big Billy. <laughs> All in the same house. <laughs> it was the like street. the George Foreman house. Yeah. They all named <laughs> the kids the same name. <laughs> you a germ phobe? 
you can't handle the germs, especially COVID's kicked in. Are you a Greg? <laughs> now, listen. Uh, I'm just, you know, I wash my hands. That's all. You've done it way before COVID, and I did think you were nuts, and who knew? Uh, Greg, Greg was worrying uh, about something. But anyway. I'm sorry. Say that again? <laughs> you tried to mumble that away. Uh, say what? <laughs> uh, here's the thing. There's this flight attendant. And he wanted everyone to know these five things. And all I could do is think of you. Oh, this is playing stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. Do not ever touch the flush button or lever with your bare hand. When you flush, use a napkin or a tissue that's in the lavatory. Oh, I like this guy already. I knew it. <laughs> Number two, don't forget to drink water. Stay hydrated. You want to have about 16 ounces for every flight that you go on. Number three, do not fall asleep or lean your head on the window. You're not the only one who has done that, and you don't know how many people or children have wiped their hands all over the window. Oh. I knew it. Do you ever just sleep on the window? No, absolutely not. Oh, I do all the time. Are you kidding? Sometimes I put a sweatshirt up or, you know, to make it kind of... Yeah, I mean, if you have something to use as a barrier... No, sometimes no. And my kid's always... Her face is always pressed against that. (laughs) Oh, gross. Number four, don't wear shorts when you're on an airplane. So if you have pants, you're going to have less germs. Number five, don't feel afraid to let a flight attendant know if you're feeling sick. We are there to help. Okay, well, that's... The I guess shorts. that's good news. I mean, my husband wears shorts on the plane all the time. Well, the shorts are one thing. I mean, some dudes, depending on the shorts that he wears, like some dudes wear cargo shorts that are like down to your knees. Yeah. If you're not making contact with the, the seat, you're okay. But I was just reading about that this last week, Mayor. Oh, you were, imagine. <laughs> and they were saying, you know, because there's a lot of people now, the dress code is like whatever people want to wear. Yeah. Pretty much. People still get bounced off a plane every now and then, but very, very rarely. And and the expert was saying, listen, don't cover up because of some dress code. Cover up because they only deep clean planes like once or twice a year. And Ew. the amount of bacteria and stuff that is sitting on those Ew. seats, you don't want on your body. Ugh. So wear clothing, that I mean, is what is, they were saying. Because some women are like wearing bikinis now on airplanes. Is this what you read in your time off? <laughs> A little light reading, you know, a little leisure reading. Okay. okay. This is why I know stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you look reading. at any of the girls right now, you should know you have a daughter like around the age where yeah. they're all wearing like the the baggy mom jeans that are like too big Yeah, and with a bikini top. With a bikini I'm telling top. You. <laughs> My husband's like, is that in style? I'm like, it is. Yeah. If I could do it, I might do it right now. But yeah, don't do it. <laughs> believe me, <laughs> you don't want me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your birthing experience in terms of support. Was your husband in the room with you? Did you get the support you needed huh. when you were delivering your baby? Wait, me? You're laughing. Yeah. Me? I'm yeah. No. What no. Do, what do you mean? Because first of all, we picked our whole place of delivery because my doctor delivered at two hospitals that had like you wanted like a NICU when you're like an older mom having a baby, right? Just in case. You are and, so old. And we picked out this hospital because it had a 24-hour McDonald's, which I heard has since closed, which is the whole reason that we went there. And my husband like binge ate Big Macs, and he passed out with his CPAP. <laughs> so now it's the middle of the night and I'm like having these awful back contractions and all I hear is <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader over the there. I mean, it was, <laughs> he has no recollection of me in labor. He doesn't remember because he was passed out. He was. T- <laughs> oh my gosh. 
But, but... Well, excellent work choosing the hospital based on the McDonald's location <laughs> inside. To make things like... He did make things good because he got me food the next day, not from McDonald's. But he also went to the dollar store before we even delivered. And he had this, it's a girl sign for the door. So anytime somebody came by our door, it was like this cheap sign. And it was very oh, sweet. that's very cute. It was very sweet. That's cute. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, I was asking because, well, the only thing I, I mean, I, I feel like I was, you're asking the wrong person. You should be asking my wife. Because I, I kept hitting my head. I was trying to get video footage like oh. before, oh, no. before the baby came, and I was having to kneel under these tables and like things. Like one of those they... old school recorders? Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I kept banging my head. My wife was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to end up like in a room down the hall. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Uh, but the delivery went relatively smoothly. No, I, I brought it up because there's a, a woman who's on Reddit saying um, that her husband had to be kicked out of the, the delivery room. When she was giving birth because he was a mess. She said they had talked about it before. They even went to the hospital because he's kind of notorious for flipping out and not having great reactions to stressful situations. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he promised, no, I'm going to be 100% there for you. This is our baby. You need my support. You deserve it. I will be there for you. And it became about him, didn't it? Well, he started really losing his like control of his emotions. Oh no! The, the deeper they got into the delivery process, oh, no. she said at one point he was squeezing her hand so hard that it went numb and she couldn't feel it anymore. And she's screaming, "Please stop! Stop! Stop!" And he got down in her ear and started yelling, "You don't understand what you're doing to me!" Like. He oh. was losing it. Oh. <laughs> the nurses had to intervene. Uh -huh. They asked him to leave. He looked at his wife and said, do you want me to leave? And she said, I think that's for the best. Well, since then, he wouldn't come back to the room to visit her and her baby. Oh, no. It's been nothing good, but fights since good, they got back home. I'll see you later. I mean, oh, my yeah, gosh. I do think that, you know, back in the day, and I'm sure your dad was this way, like my dad, they didn't go in the delivery room. No, you and waited there, out in the lobby. Th there was a reason. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm stuck. I'm still torn. Is it better that they wait in the lobby or is it better they see you go through what you're going through? So they get what you just gave to this marriage. I th you know what? I think that is important. I'll be honest with you. I think it's important for your partner to understand how much a mother goes through to deliver that baby. And that's just the beginning of motherhood. That's that's just the beginning. The worry is never stops, you know? All right. Oh, my gosh. The sleep never stops. Like, no sleep, I mean. But, yes. But some dudes definitely should not be in the room. There are some no. people who should not be there, even no. if they are the... The other parent. I mean, how many men pass out while the wife's having the baby? And it does. Like, I have this thing where it can't always be about the husband. Sometimes it's about the kid. <laughs> Sometimes it's about the wife. Yeah. And, you know, in that moment, you know, these guys passing out, like, be a man. Be a man. <laughs> even if that means you understand that your best role yeah. is to be out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Let your mother-in-law get in there. Did you have a crazy, like, birthing moment, though? Like, you know, just that story that you tell everybody when you see them and you bring up the baby story. Oh, well, what happened with us was this. 520-775-0949. If you had a crazy birthing story that you have to share with yeah, others. Yeah. We want to hear about that this morning at 94.9 Mix FM. We go together. The story of a woman who just had to kick her husband out of the delivery room because 
he was a wreck and was making everybody, including the doctors and nurses and everybody, uh, uncomfortable. And they bounced him out of the delivery room. And now he's like mad and not talking to her or not even going to see How the baby. How dare you exclude oh, me from the man. birth of our child. Red flag right there. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. But men shouldn't. Sometimes I think they shouldn't be in there. They're not functioning right. I mean, you're saying that it was really difficult to be in the room with your wife? Oh, my God. It was awful. And I'm just sitting there holding my stomach like, oh, my God, no wonder there's so much money in medicine. So you can't be a doctor. That's what you're saying. Yeah, no uh, blood never, for you. Never, never. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! And doctors just like they're listening to music while they're doing surgeries. Oh, our doctor just... loved our little playlist we put together. Uh, I mean, we had oh, all kinds of, course, of good songs. Of course, you did a playlist. Yeah, you had the whole birthing plan, didn't oh, you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know. You know what you come out with? You come out with a mommy tummy after. And I was thinking about this because I saw that ad we were talking about yesterday. Remember we were talking about those things that you buy online and they're good. And and this is like this undies. So when you have a mommy belly, you could pull it up over it and it first pushes it up and then it sucks it down. It's like a, what do they call the other, the spanks, but it. But it works differently somehow. It does. It's like the magic thing. And I'm kind of. It really is weird. Like, I'm just, nobody called to tell us if it works or not. Oh, well, I'm sure somebody knows. Well. five two zio What is it called? Do you remember? Oh, I don't. Oh, no. It's the uh, Mommy Belly I keep getting spanks, the, all but the I undies what it's mixed up because I get like other ads for like these things, which are for something else. I didn't know how many <laughs> different brands of this stuff there are now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you've tried oh, it, mint. we'd love to hear about the it. The Minter Shape Mint, Mint Shape, Shaper Mint, <laughs> Shaper Mint. Okay. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. you've tried it. Was it worth the money? Mayor wants to know. <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. What's going on? 775-0949. Get you through to 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. Hi. So this is actually for Mayor? Yes. Um, I wear the Women's Ocean. That's one of the ones that uh, the Shaper Mints that you are just talking about. Oh, the Shaper Mints. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I own six pair, and I love each and every one of them. You do. I mean, those ads get me every time. I'm like, look at that. Do they do what they say they're going to do? And can you breathe? Yes, I can breathe just fine. I lost 60 pounds in six months, so I have a lot of loose skin. And it covers it and helps me have a smooth belly and wear my clothes with confidence. And I absolutely love them. I've got them in the white, the black, the beige, you name it. So whatever outfit I'm wearing, I'm good to go. Nope. That's it. I'm on their website right now. <laughs> I'm getting the cami. I'm getting the everything undies. <laughs> yes, I will tell you, you will love them. What do these things cost? These miracle working magical so, pants? It depends which it depends which brand she buys. The Shaper Mints are a little bit more than the Women's Ocean, but I have both. And oh, to be honest, ocean. I love them both. Um, which one are you looking at, Mayor? I'm looking at, well, I, I put up the Shaper Mint, but now I just opened the Women's Ocean. So I'm going to look at both of them. Mayor's got 30 browsers open yeah, at I any do. given moment. So <laughs> she can she can do it all. Yeah. And good for so, you for losing you, that I, weight, by the way. That's awesome. Not easy to do. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you. I'm eligible for weight loss surgery, but after a year of keeping it off. See if we could get like a discount yeah. if we do it together. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> one special. What? <laughs> I have to say, because yeah. I think you're just judging me right now with this like shapewear I'm for not. the ads, but. Even the anchors who are like size two that you see all over TV, the national ones, the local, they all wear them. Are you being serious yeah, right now? Yeah, they're like body shapers. Yes, because everyone wants to be super smooth under their dresses and stuff. I mean, you can't breathe usually. I don't know about these shapermints. This is a new ad that I always see. You said that you could breathe. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So. I guess it's worth it. Why don't I get one for me and one for you? Oh, that'd be lovely. And we'll wear it during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I do need some smoothing. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. I'm going to start off with something I was listening to. I'm doing this online class. <laughs> no, boy. Uh, hey, live your best life. Do what you got to do. Reach your goals. That's right. Right, 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 right. That's right. And uh, this guy, he's one of the dudes from The Secret, which is like the best movie ever. <laughs> Documentary. Uh, but he said something, and I feel like I've tried to live my life this way without somebody telling me to. It just happened. And it's so right on if you're not doing it. Your heart is jabbing you, telling you what you want. So you know when you're at a situation, maybe it's at work, or and, and you feel sick when somebody kind of says something, like it's jabbing you. You feel that feeling like so deep inside you, like this isn't right. Or, do you know what I mean? I do. You know, it might be looking for a house. Like I'll walk in a house and it might be a beautiful house, but there's something that's not right. And I could just feel it. It's like Something's telling you no. And it says pay attention to that. That is like yourself telling you that this is what you want and what you don't want. And then I like stumbled upon this article about jobs, times to quit your job. And I don't know if you've ever been in these situations, but I read this list. I think of my last job. This was totally it. Uh, you feel you've plateaued. There's major issues with your boss. You perpetually procrastinate. You're like, oh, I have to go to work. You've been in that job before, mm. haven't you? Mm-hmm. There's a cultural disconnect. Like you feel like, what is everyone else doing? Don't they get it? Right. Oh, my gosh. Um, Why and, do I feel like you're constantly trying to tell me to quit my job? Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just want people to go for their real goals yeah. and to listen to your inner self. Like it knows. And when you get that heart jamming that's yeah. telling you do something different stop ignoring that stop ignoring it and also uh, one other thing to quit a job your attitude has changed yeah. eye rolling a little bit more often these yeah, days yeah you're noticing that oh, boy. yeah 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 watch out for that stuff. yeah i just i think it's good pay attention to that jab that you feel that's you, a real you, thing. It's in there for it, a reason. Right? Like yeah. you felt that before oh, when sure. you're like this is not right. And and usually i override it. Stop overriding that. Well, you know, sometimes that's, you gotta. That, that's keep where on people don't. On. This is where people don't reach their goals. Oh. Is you start like telling yourself, no, no, yeah. I'm just being this. No, 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 no. Yeah. Relationships too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if only it were all so easy, right? But it's not. But you, the, your intuition is big. Yeah. It's 94.9 Mix FM. We were playing that 652 Pop Q. Let's get some answers here uh, and play the game. 
If you'll remember question number one, following a very private battle with cancer, comedian Norm MacDonald passed away yesterday. He was just 61. This late night talk show host says Norm was one of his all time favorite go-to guest. Listen carefully. Norm MacDonald, when we'd have him on in the early days, to this day, I've never interviewed anybody like Norm MacDonald. Which late night talk show host was that? <laughs> Conan O'Brien? That's correct. It is? Okay. Yeah. At first I was going to say Jimmy Kimmel, but I, no. I took it back. No, okay. You got it right. Okay. You're on the board. Question number two. Kate Hudson is engaged. So's Britney Spears, both dating younger men. After her fans tweeted, congrats, then concerns about her losing her money, which star's new fiancé was forced to joke, yeah, we're getting an ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and shoe collection in case she dumps me one day. Was it Kate Hudson's fiancé or Britney Spears' fiancé? I'm going to go with Brit Brit. Poor guy. Yeah. Like, you know, they can't even just get engaged and be happy. I know. You know? <laughs> as soon as she announced it, people were like, that's awesome. Now you better you better lock down that money. Oh, man. She just needs to move away and live a good life, like, in the middle of nowhere. That would be nice. And mm -hmm. uh, question number three, the singer who's the subject of a new documentary is slamming it now as, quote, not the story I agreed to tell, unquote. She says it's not true to the facts. Here's your audio clue. And isn't it ironic? Who is uh, saying that the documentary about her is not accurate and not to be trusted? That would be Alanis Morissette. Alanis is correct. Yeah. Oh, Meredith. I can't wait to see it, by the way. I love her. <laughs> Even if it's not true. Even if it's not true. Well, then you won't know what to believe and what well, not to. I want to find out about her and Dave Coulier, you know, the guy well, from Full House. That. And he had an affair on his wife with her. Remember, like, when she oh, was wait, young? He, wait a minute. He was married when they yes, started dating? Yes. Oh, I yeah, didn't know that. Well, I mean, I, allegedly. I mean, maybe it's not. We'll see in the documentary that has all the wrong details. Or will we? Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, what was your first concert? Because I can guarantee you we are psychic. And we can guess your age. I don't think we're going to be this good at this. Uh, okay. Well, go ahead. Give me your first concert. <laughs> go ahead, Greg. Let's, let's test it out on you, the theory. <laughs> well, you know, my first concert was Willie Nelson. Oh, okay. Well, you're like... At the arena. 72. <laughs> Or am I 17? Like, Willie is still out I on know. tour. He's so, impossible. I can't tell. So you can't knock that I'm gonna down. I'm going to go with 30, so just to make you oh. feel good. <laughs> you're pretty close. I, you know, I, I put this meme up on my Facebook page, Wait. and there were some really epic concerts mentioned, including one person who went to Whitney Houston. And I thought, how cool you got to see Whitney First concert was concert. Whitney. So I'm going to guess that person's about... 42. Yeah. And uh, yes, yes. Right. And, and a lot of people on the page put new kids on the block, which I thought was hilarious in sync. You know, all the oh, boy bands. Yeah. First concert. The old school. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. All right. Why don't you give us yours? 520-775-0949. We'll see if we can use our psychic powers to guess what how old you are. Greg and Mara's psychic powers and, you know, psychic <laughs> ball we have here. Ooh. Tell your story. We know. Our psycho ball is ready. Psychic, <laughs> I mean. Uh, 94.9 Mix FM. It's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Lisa. Okay, Lisa. The first concert you went to was? Tina Turner. Oh, Tina Turner. oh, oh, okay. 
I'm guessing. What a great concert. Was it amazing? Absolutely. Okay. Tina Turner back in the Ike days or post Ike? <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing 54. I'm guessing 61. You're, you're so close. You're Who so is? close. I I am 56. Oh, oh okay. Well, I, was, I think we got it. <laughs> yeah, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Okay, you're very forgiving. Thank you, Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 94.9 Mix FM. What's your name and what was your concert? First one. My name is Mike, and the concert was Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Okay, I'm going to go... 62. Oh, see, I was going to say 61 again. What do you think, Mike? Uh, well, we got 64. 64. Uh, we, we're, we're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> we're close-ish. I don't know. Thank you, Mike. 94.9 Mix FM. What's your name, and what was the first concert you went to? It's Veronica. Hey, Veronica. And I went to Santana. Santana. I'm guessing, Veronica, even though I think you look like you're 24, I'm guessing 44. I was going to say 44. You're close. You're close. I'm 45. 40, oh, oh, well, within psychic, a year. Psychic. That's pretty was good. Was it a great concert? That's pretty good. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was before he got really big again. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I remember those days when he would come out Santana at sunset yeah. at the fairground. Yes. Everybody would go to those shows. All right, let's sneak in one more here. John. Okay, I know Greg will know this name. You may not, but my very, very ever first concert was Merle Haggard and the Strangers Holy and Barbara, Man- Barbara Mandrell. Barbara Mandrell. So I'm guessing. <laughs> Ooh, let's, come on. Let's get our psychic powers, Greg. I mean, what is Barbara? Like 70s? I just, you know, you, when she was popular, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 80s. Yeah, 70s, oh, 80s. 80s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess uh, 50. Four. Oh. Mary 54? says 50, I said 54. Mary says 56. Um, I'm 56. Oh! oh! Psychic, psychic! It worked! <laughs> yeah. It worked! Oh, I feel so good about myself. Very good, Mary. <laughs> Wow. I could have waited till Friday. If I had waited till Friday and done this, you would have been off by a year. Oh well, oh, happy early birthday! Then. Happy birthday! You were actually really good at that. I, I was you. way off I on most of those all day, and I want to know what you wore to the concert. I oh, want to yeah. know who you went with. I want to know every last memory, what it smelled like. I can tell you what it smelled like. <laughs> all concerts smell the same. Oh man. Time for some stuff you may not have already known in our whole enchilada. Let's start about it's the most jolly time of the year right now. It is? <laughs> well, I know it's not the holidays, it's not Christmas, Hanukkah, all that stuff yet. But they're saying you need to start shopping right now because goods are going to be limited for so many reasons. Impacted the factories, the warehouses, the trucks to drive those things to your stores and everything. So a lot of items won't be there. There won't be as many deals. So just not trying to alarm you. Right. Do the shopping now. Part of it's been COVID. Part of it's been labor shortage. Part of it's been weather related. Like there are so many factors impacting how you get your stuff. Exactly. From around the world to your house. And if you've tried ordering anything online in the last few weeks, 
a lot of it's been backordered, delayed, pushed into next month. I mean, you order a couch, it gets there seven months later. I mean, it really has been yeah. like a challenge, yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be even more without people driving and all that Man. stuff. So order now if you know what they want for yeah. Christmas, just to have it in time. I have no idea, of course. So good <laughs> luck with that. And by the way, you mentioned a bunch of holidays. Isn't today Yom Kippur? Beginning? Yeah, tonight sundown. Starts Yom Kippur. I mean, this sundown, is yeah. like a high holiday. You need to. You better know, atone for your sins, you my friend. You need to atone That's and you right. need to apologize, try to be a better person in the next year. You want to make it in the book of life? <laughs> true story. I know, the stress is on. <laughs> I'm sorry for whatever I did to you, Greg, that hurts your feelings. Uh, <laughs> you have not hurt my feelings, but I appreciate the okay, apology regardless. Okay. <laughs> um, we were stunned, I think, as a lot of people were, to find out that uh, Saturday Night Live alum and comedian Norm MacDonald passed away yesterday after a secret battle with cancer. He'd been battling it for about a decade, and his friends and family said he just didn't want people feeling bad for him, seeing him in a different light, and yeah. that's why he kept that battle to Aww. himself all these years. He fought it for about 10 years, Aww. and it caught up with him yesterday. He's 61 years old. A lot of people remember like he had his own shows, and you know he was the Weekend Update guy so on Saturday Night Live. adorable. He's such a cute face. But my favorite Norm MacDonald stuff was when they would do the fake Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Will Ferrell would be the host, would oh, be yeah. Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Norm MacDonald would play Burt Reynolds. Remember the category famous Roberts in the Kennedy family. Who is Robert Blake? <laughs> this is the sound a doggy makes. Burt Reynolds. Who is uh, Scooby-Doo? No. Yeah. That was a funny dog, Scooby-Doo. He drove around a van and uh, solved mysteries. That is incorrect. No, that's correct. <laughs> it was just... Those were awesome sketches. Oh, we'll miss Norm MacDonald, that's oh, yeah. for sure. Okay, uh, Greg's a germphobe. You might be too, especially, you know, because of COVID. But here are things not to do on an airplane. According to? A flight attendant. Do not ever touch the flush button or lever with your bare hand. When you flush, use a napkin or a tissue that's in the lavatory. Number two, don't forget to drink water. Stay hydrated. You want to have about 16 ounces for every flight that you go on. Number three, do not fall asleep or lean your head on the window. You're not the only one who has done that, and you don't know how many people or children have wiped their hands all over the window. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I know. That's disgusting. I'm always putting my face against that window. I, Drooling, oh, all that stuff. Oh. So it's not just oh. their germs, it's mine too. <laughs> Number four, don't wear shorts when you're on an airplane. So if you have pants, you're going to have less germs. Number five, don't feel afraid to let a flight attendant know if you're feeling sick. We are there to help. Especially if you get on board that flight and you notice they don't have one of those little air sickness bags in front oh, of you, yeah. you let them know right away. You yeah. don't want oh, that to I, creep up on I, you and you're in trouble. I had a few people get sick with our bad landing one day. Oh, I remember it was, that. Woo. Yeah. Not, not a good time then. Not a good time. Nobody enjoys that. <laughs> nope. All right. And uh, finally, just a, a good news story to leave you with here on 94.9 Mix FM. In 2007, a six-year-old girl from Florida was abducted by her father three days before Christmas. He took her to Mexico and the mom never saw her again until last week. After the girl tracked the mom down on social media. Aww. She's 19 now. They met up at the border in Laredo, Texas Friday, where authorities confirmed it really is her daughter. Last we heard, police in Mexico were still looking for the dad. But 
haven't seen her in 13 years. Oh, my gosh. Thought you'd never see her again. My heart. <gasps> Can you imagine oh as a parent God. not it seeing her? Gives me your... chills. Oh. It gives me chills. Yeah. All right, there's your whole enchilada this morning. Am I wrong? Time on Mix. Am I wrong? You can email us anytime, Greg and Mare at mixfm.com or call 775-0949. Jessica took the email route. She writes, hey guys, my neighbor's son went away to college last month and they had a big going away party for him before he left. Now I should tell you that parking on our street is pretty bad, writes Jessica. It's really narrow and crowded, and we don't have a garage, so my car is always parked on the street. Well, the morning after the party, I walk out to my car to go to work, and I notice a big dent in my left rear bumper. Obviously, someone from the party hit my car, but they didn't leave a note. So I wrote a note and put it on our neighbor's door telling them what happened, and also that I have a witness who saw what happened. But now, writes Jessica, they want to speak to the witness, and I don't want them to because it's my six-year-old son. Oh. He saw a blue truck bump into my car, back up, and drive away, and I believe him. But I'm worried the neighbor won't. And I also don't want to put my child in the middle of a grown-up dispute. Now I feel like it might be better to just drop the whole thing but I also don't want to pay out of pocket to fix my car when someone else did the damage. Do I put my son into this situation or just forget about it? Ugh, she writes. I hate this. Thanks for your thoughts on this matter. I'm looking forward to some resolution. Signed, Jessica. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I know. I know. See, it's the neighbors. It's their party. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, she said that it sounds like they were having a going away party for their son. Yeah, yeah. He was going off to college last month, and somebody who came to the party bumped into her car, didn't leave a note. She didn't see it happen, yeah. but she saw the damage. Yeah, you know it came from that party, but what can you really do about it? That's the question. Hmm. Find the person? Maybe. I mean, yeah. the neighbors would probably know right. who drove the blue truck. Or do you just right? weep it all under the rug and pretend you know, like it never and then, happened? You know, just have the bitterness inside every time you see them. <laughs> <laughs> we need uh, to hear from you this morning. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Yeah, the the neighbors had a party. One of the guests bumped into Jessica's car, didn't leave a note. Her son, who's six, saw what happened, but she doesn't think the num- neighbors are going to find him a credible witness. You know, I don't know what to do on this, Greg. Should she have him tell the neighbors what happened and hope they'll tell her who owns the truck or just pay to fix the car herself? What do you do? What should she do? Well, Jessica's neighbors had a party and one of their guests bumped into her car but didn't leave her a note. Her son saw what happened, but he's only six years old. She doesn't think the neighbors will find him to be credible. Like, they'll say, well, he's a kid. What does he know? Mm-hmm. And she's worried about bringing a child into an adult dispute anyway. Yeah, I get that. I do, too. So she's asking, is she wrong to have him tell the neighbors what happened and hope they'll tell her maybe who owns the car that bumped hers? Or is she wrong to just pay to fix the car herself? Uh, Sierra, what would you tell her? To be honest, I would, since the kid is six years old, I would just um, do a little white lie and have um, an adult tell the neighbor that 
face all the blue trucks. And I don't think she should get um, the child involved. So I would just say an adult saw it and have the adult be the witness. Yeah. I might yeah. do that yeah. too, actually. Really? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be worried that somebody who didn't really see it would be like, um, yeah, it was like a truck or something. And the neighbor's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you saw it. Whatever. I mean, the six-year-old said it was a blue truck. So, yeah. I mean, that's descriptive enough. <laughs> okay. Well, what color blue? What year? Right. Was it old? Was it new? Was it a Dodge? Was it a Chevy? <laughs> was it a Toyota? What was it? Okay, well, thank you very much. I think that's, I would do that. Mayor likes your answer. I do. (laughs) Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi, what would you tell Jessica? I I think she's stuck. I think she should just let it ride. Yeah. uh, Pass and repass with those people. Don't wave. Don't look at them. Don't nothing them. You know, just just let it go. If they're not willing to help out now, they're not going to be willing to help out no matter what she does. So you just pay for it yourself if you don't like the damage to your car? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. Just be privately bitter. <laughs> just, you know? Just do. Just, you know, talk to the other neighbors about their friends, that kids oh, that God. hit your car. <laughs> that sounds like a good way to live. Uh, so, well, let's grab one more here. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Julie, go ahead. Okay, so what she does is she just leaves another note stating that uh, we'll just handle it through legal matters, and then she needs to call the police to get a incident report, and they'll give her a number. And then call the insurance and let the insurance take care of it. Well, okay, so you're now see, I don't know how this insurance stuff works, but I always worry that once I've told my insurance that something's happened, that I might end up paying a higher rate because they might not be able to get the money out of the other guy. You know what I mean? No, you only pay a higher rate when it's your fault. Even if they can't get the money from another party or whatever? Correct. Correct. Okay. It was not your fault. Your insurance will not go up. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I should call the yeah. insurance more often. <laughs> uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I was thinking about this because my insurance is so high because my husband. Oh. Well. <laughs> and so. Just your husband? Well, yeah. Because I've seen the yeah. way you park here at work Yes. Sometimes. Well, knock on whatever. <clears throat> I don't want to talk about, you know. I mean, he told me yesterday, oh, I almost got in another accident oh, with my, my kids. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I saw the photo that you posted, or he posted over the weekend of you chauffeuring him around. Yes. And he's like, what do I got to do to get more of this treatment? And I thought, I, I think Mare actually prefers driving. I do, because the anxiety, <laughs> I, and I know so that many women have this, that, that you're sitting in that seat, and the anxiety is so thick watching the other person drive yeah. that you can't do it. My, my sister-in-law had to go on deep meds to get through that marriage to be able to sit through that driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, Honey, we're taking separate cars I to know. dinner. Yeah. Sometimes it'll save your marriage. So, Jessica, <laughs> I, I hate to say it, we didn't really get conclusive uh, answers for you, but there were three distinct answers. One person said, get an adult to play the role of your child, basically act as the witness and just report what the child said so that you don't have to bring the child into it. Little white lie. Um, Julie said, call the insurance company, call the police, file the report, let them know you're going to make it legal and they might bend before it gets that far, which yeah. maybe is true. Uh, and John said, you're just going to have to suck it up yeah. and deal with it on your own. I'm, I'm probably going with John. I'd probably just just deal with let it. it. Let it just, you know, stir oh, inside me. Man. <laughs> I might try and have one more conversation, and if it went really yeah. not nice, do that. Well, you would say it nice. you know. Try to. Yeah. You know, some people uh, react not always in a kind way. That's true. So you got to be prepared for everything. But uh, there you go. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for your commentary this morning at 775-0949. You can hit us up anytime for a right now or am I wrong situation. Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. 10 after trivia for you right now. Something people used to pay for on their own, but these days, more and more couples don't mind splitting the cost when it comes to what? Uh, Family vacations. Man, somebody's got to kick in some money. Those are expensive. I know. Who's going to pay? We should work that into a contract at work. They pay. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Anyway, great answer, but not the right one. Thank you. Thanks. 94.9 Mix FM, what do you think? I think it's splitting the cost for the bill at a restaurant when you're eating out. It never works. I, I always know. end up paying more. You're all, right. But yeah. at least if there's some, if somebody yes. kicks in some, that would help. Definitely. Anyway. Half and half. Anyway, <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. But that's not it. 94.9 Mix FM. 43% of us, couples specifically, say they're happy to share the cost when it comes to paying for what? Bills. Yeah, just your monthly bills. When my wife and I first got together, she paid some, I paid the others, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now it's just all one big pot of money that we... Yeah, that's us too. That, that goes away before I even uh, see it. A lot of people don't put their money together. Yeah. You know? Oh, we were together for like 12 years, 13 uh, years before uh, we did I know, that. is that I started dating my husband, he paid all the bills. Oh. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Anyway, love the guest, but that's not it, believe it or not. Okay, thank you. Thanks for playing. Hi there, it's Greg and Mayor. Do you have an answer? Uh, I'm going to say engagement or wedding ring. You think that couples now are splitting the cost of the engagement for wedding ring? That's ridiculous. And it's also the right answer. Oh, man. All right. If you have to pay for half of it, run. And don't forget, six cool. months salary. Six oh, months. You know what? <laughs> you are ridiculous. Uh, uh, what is your name, sir? This is Gary from Buffalo Grove. Gary, Gary from Buffalo Grove. <laughs> Chicago suburb. Uh, yeah, right here in Arizona. You get to watch your Arizona Wildcats versus the Lumberjacks on Saturday. All right. Awesome. That is going to be awesome. It's going to be a cool game. Cats are going to get a win on Saturday. I can feel it. Well, it's not going to be a cool game. It's going to be a hot game. But it's going to be so great to be out there. Absolutely. Yes. Under the lights at Arizona Stadium. More of those tickets to win. Same time, same station in the morning. 94.9 Mix FM.